1: We thrive. I am Sandra Primo, and I'm Tammy Salas, and we are the unruffled. Hey, Sandra. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I That's am. Good. What is good? Well, let's see. What is good? It's summer, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh. We're back in what feels like another liminal space. Mm. I don't know if that's necessarily good, but it is what it is, as they say. <laughs>
0: yeah, what's going on in Texas? Because it's not going on here. What's going on in Texas? What's going on in Texas?
1: We are, so we do a stage thing in our in our city. I don't know if all cities do that. So we're back in stage four, which means that... Um, Uh, Masks are recommended in any public spaces. Masks are especially recommended for the unvaccinated, but even the vaccinated. Um, Social distancing should be enforced again. All of these things, but they're Mm. all suggestions because our esteemed governor, Mm. um, has imposed no mandates. As a matter of fact, he's not going to impose any mandates, and um, it's uh, personal responsibility is the term he keeps using. And so that's it. That's what we're doing.
0: Okay. So yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that's coming down the pike here too. Like, if you is it pike or pipe? Is it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I my body wants. It to could be that. either. Um, <laughs> that's coming our way as well, I'm sure. And it's a little. Um, it feels like it's floating out in front of me, but my hmm. body is responding to that for sure. I'm yeah. having some. Uh, I went to a wedding Friday night, which I shared with you on um, earlier this weekend uh, or last weekend, and you know it was outside wedding masks were encouraged. Not everybody did it. We were outside, you know, it it was almost like, like you said, liminal. It's like, are we, or aren't we Mm -hmm. (laughs) doing this or not? There's no, I kind of like, you know, me, I like some definitive hard lines. I like some rules and I'll follow it. But when it's kind of out there floating, like a, maybe a suggestion of this, I have a hard time with that. Makes me feel not safe, I guess. Mm -hmm. That's what I've learned over the years through therapy and other things. And it's like, yeah. It feels, uh, it feels liminal for sure. That's a great way to describe it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and liminal spaces it, for me in my experience are mm-hmm. very uncomfortable. Like I would rather have all of my hairs tweezed out one by one <laughs> than be in a liminal space, even though I know that, um, that's where transformation occurs. Yeah. <laughs> I know that, um, ultimately they're they're there it's time well spent but it's very uncomfortable super uncomfortable
0: yeah for sure for sure oh that's a beautiful segue for us yeah (laughs) (laughs) let's just get to it today shall we do it sure let's do it let's do it um so for a little while now I have been feeling um like not that into recording the podcast. I'm just yeah. gonna, I'm just gonna rip the band-aid off.
1: <laughs> yeah. We've both been on the same page. Yeah. But I didn't know that. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. And what I wanted to
0: share was about fear a little bit. Um, I had called you or texted you saying, you know, can we talk last week? And I had a lot of fear about that, Sandra. I had a lot of fear about like, um, not you per se, but what I should do, or what I'm supposed to do, what I'm, um, what's expected of me, what I've done, of, should I just keep doing it because I've always been doing it, or you know we've been doing this for the last four years. And I had, I had to like kind of rumble that around in my brain. And I think I shared with you that on my way home from Boston, I had listened to that Rob Bell episode Um, episode 308, um, everyone is looking for you. And I highly encourage our listeners to listen to that one. It was really, it was really good, but it talked about like so many concepts and he talked about that should, and that supposed to, and how energetically in the body, like when you have those words and when they pop up, like that's never good, it's never good. And I think for most of this year, I think for most of the last two years, I've had a lot of Should and supposed to, based on all these different facets of my life. And the podcast was like this way that I thought I can start here. You know, I've started with my divorce, of course, and that I'm not married anymore. That was huge. The podcast really kept me tethered, really kept me accountable. Really, I, I found during the pandemic meeting with you every week and recording and meeting with our community on Sunday mornings and talking on a Zoom, like that really was good medicine. But once this year hit and I took a couple months off to move and then I think I took another month off in May to see my mom. And then we just took another month off. It was like, I couldn't deny it anymore that this maybe had run its um, course in terms of the weekly commitment. Right. And then what I want to share is that you met me and I had fear that maybe you wouldn't and I'm so grateful for that and um it felt it felt like a really big shift you know like all the things that I've been learning about in my recovery and in my um my program of recovery for 12-step talk they talk about fear a lot and I just um I talk about letting go and surrendering and having faith and accepting what is and like all these concepts. I'm like, I get to actually apply them and be honest with my friend and talk about this and see what, what can be.
1: Right. Right. And I
0: loved it. I really appreciated you meeting me in the way that you did. And I wanted to say that.
1: Right. Which, you know, there was a 50, 50 chance. If you would have asked me a couple of months ago, I would have, maybe I would have had a different response, but, um, but yeah, we were on the same page and, and you're right. You know, you're allowed to change. We are all allowed to change. Right. We're allowed to change our minds. Change is disruptive. People have expectations of you. And when you change that challenges their expectations and, um, it's, it, it's uncomfortable again. It's, it, it, it produces uncomfortable feelings. Um, and we, we love our community. Mm -hmm. There's no denying that we love this thing that we've built. Um, but we've also, we're not tired of talking to each other, but we're tired of the weekly commitment Mm-hmm. I think there's we a lot that are, gets with it. yeah we're tired of pursuing interviews even though I love meeting new people mm-hmm. and I love talking to them about creativity and recovery we're just a little tired right now of it you know yeah. it's it's like it came it's kind of come to fruition and I I don't know about you. I mean, we're both going to be talking about things that we're building and creating. I'm not tired of the conversation, but perhaps I'm tired of it and just this and the way it looks in this format.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like I want—I wanted us to like. What was that quote? Um, and there's a quote by Erica Badu: uh, "Evolving involves eliminating," and I just feel like we've been walking and doing this evolution with our own recoveries, walking people through it, talking about it. Um, but I don't want that to be the only thing that I'm talking about. I feel like I have this opportunity, I'm sure you do too. like in every woman that's in recovery, like you have these phases of um, spiritual and emotional development that we go through. And like what is the next phase, right? And um, I don't know, I feel like there's this next phase. I feel like this next phase has been upon me for a little while, but I've been simmering in healing, healing from um, the loss of my 20 plus year marriage, you know and then my kid's about to go off to college. I just feel like I'm at this turning point. And it's not that the, I mean, I'm sure some listeners might be going like, like how hard could it be? (laughs) You guys record and throw it up there. We don't edit it, we know that. (laughs) But it's just the conversation, I want it to change a little bit. And I'm not sure how to do that without taking a really hard pause from recording
1: right right and so so right so what we're saying is what does that mean for you guys our audience we're not completely going away we're not burning it all to the ground mm-hmm. but um but we're not going to be on a regular schedule anymore yeah I feel like I feel like or at least for now Mm-hmm. yeah I feel like I have no idea
0: when I want to come back and record another podcast, but you and I will get to, to make that determination or talk about it, you know, and bring it to one another. Um, yeah, I don't know. It feels, it feels new and exciting. It does. You know, I'm, I'm sure I think I've witnessed you as well, but like right now there's like the creative juices are flowing. It's like, yeah, when we can let
1: something go, it allows other things to come in. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I mean, there's, you know, I'm going to talk about it a little later, but there's been something that I've been wanting to create for a couple of years now, but I just have not had the space for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so I think with our community, I've seen um, others kind of burn things to the ground um before uh and end things in a way that are just like they're just ended i don't want to do that i know you didn't want to do that i want to i think what we try to do on the show a big theme for me at least what keeps me um tethered to the show is that we try to model a solution about how to live in sobriety in terms of our creativity and to um, hear stories of those that can help model a solution. That's who we want to have on, people who have made significant changes. Um, so this is a significant change. I mean, we, this thing was born because you and I had some phone dates, like on the actual phone before we were Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Right. <laughs> Remember, like even trying to get that organized to figure out how to do a podcast was, you know, we took quite some time talking and dreaming about it. Um, but one thing I know for sure is that I can do anything you can do anything, right? So what this has taught me from doing this podcast for four years interviewing, you know, or having 200 plus episodes, finally reaching a million downloads, which we were so excited to finally reach a big milestone is that, um, we can do anything we set our minds to. So I'm not afraid of what will happen. I'm not, I have total faith Um, that something beautiful is going to be born for both of us from this.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And, you know, since you're talking about what it actually means, we still have our Facebook group and that's not, we're not shuttering that. Mm -mm. Um, it's still open. It's still open to you right now. If Whenever you're listening to this and you want to join, um, it's a very active community that, uh is a cornerstone of my recovery mm-hmm. and, um, and it's, it's there to stay mm-hmm. for as long as everyone is willing to, <laughs> um, Particip- commit to yeah. participate in yeah. it. Exactly. So, yeah. So that's, that's not going anywhere. It's active. It's lovely. It's supportive. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then
0: our weekly sobriety support meetings that we do every Sunday um, at 9am Pacific, uh, 12 Eastern, that those are going to continue. Absolutely. So Yeah. And and I've shared with Sandra, like, I feel I, I may, I may miss a couple um, her and I will chat about that, but um, I just need to carve out some time on my weekends and I don't know, Sandra, you taught me that a long time ago and it took me a real long time to really honor my weekends. I used to just work through the whole entire thing because I was not happy in my marriage or at home, right? So I really threw myself into making, creating, working, busying myself, and I'm really not doing that this year. I'm really trying to honor my weekends. Um And I thought about, um, what is your word for the year, Sandra? I've already forgotten. It's tend. Tend, yeah. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Mine is expand. And I bought a ring like I do every year, that little brass ring to put on my index finger. And I lost that ring on Grady's graduation day of all days. And I was going to replace it. And then I was like, no, you're not going to replace it, actually. You're going to, it was telling you something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so I've been you know I have my index card with my word of the year in front of me every morning when I sit at my desk but that's kind of what I feel like this is too a little bit of an expansion and um Rob Bell talked about that too in that episode he talked about how um expansion growth maturity awakening involves moving beyond conventional wisdom or what's working right like We've just kind of been on autopilot is how it's been feeling. And for me, it just wasn't feeling like my heart was in it. And I don't want to come and show up here in that space in that way.
1: No, especially when there's a third person here. Totally. It's a disservice. It's a disservice to our audience. It's a disservice to our guests.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think when I when I heard all those words um, coming out of his mouth, you know, of course he was talking about Jesus and I'm not Jesus, but (laughs) I was, it just, I don't know. He talked about how Jesus had really strong boundaries and about what he needs and what he can and can't do. And he said, he's really realistic. And I thought, I haven't been super realistic. I've been trying to do all the things and what really came up for me this morning, when I woke up, I only woke up not too long before this podcast, but these little flurries of thought came in and I just recognize in continuing to do this, like it's my people pleasing. It's Mm -hmm. my over-functioning that I'm learning about is part of my fight response. You know, I'm really good at the flight response too with anxiety, but my fight response is mastery and getting it right and getting to the million downloads. And what does it all mean? Like, um, I'm proud of us, but, you know, I was sacrificing a little bit of my happiness and my time and not feeling super into it. And I didn't want to, yeah, I guess I just wanted to be authentic to that. Mm
1: -hmm. And yeah, I don't know if I felt like I had gotten to that place yet, but it was definitely approaching. And, um, you know, I, I feel like I had something to say. I had four years worth of something to say (laughs) Mm -hmm. on the topic. And, and now I feel like going forward, it would be forced, it would be forced. And I don't, um, not that there's not more to talk about because Mm -hmm. there is, but it would have felt, um, heavy handed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. I feel, um, after you and I talked, I just felt relief and that's how I knew it was the right decision. And since then, uh, I have been a flurry of flow and creative ideas and follow through and mapping out steps to do what i need to do and mapping out even next year like i feel i feel um some new creative energy flowing through yeah. which i knew would happen right Same. we we know mm-hmm. that because we we know it to be true i just i just think like this uh this getting quiet here with the pod is going to really really help the both of us yeah um, yeah yeah, so I don't know if I have much more to say about that, but I know we want to talk about maybe new things we're working on. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. want to start?
1: Um, sure. So you know, I have been wanting to, and I know that we're both going to kind of be talking about similar things that we're offering, but they're all, but but different um, from each of us. But I I've been wanting to make a community for a very long time. Um, a a mentorship type community. Um, and I have, I've thought maybe we do one together. That was a couple of years ago. Like I've really, I've gone back and forth, but I've, I've envisioned this like year long mentorship, type community Mm -hmm. for a couple of years now. And I had not been able to decide what it was going to be. And so at the beginning of the year, you know, I stopped all teaching and coaching for the most part. I had a few clients that um, I started the year off with, but then I've taken a big pause and I'm glad that I did that so that I could kind of come back to what my expertise is, what's the light within me. And um, it all comes back to the very, very first thing I wrote in my journal seven years ago when I first quit drinking. And that was that um, whatever I was doing, this sobriety experiment at age 45 wasn't a midlife crisis, but it was a midlife solution. And, um, and so that's, that's the tree. (laughs) That's the tree of what I'm creating. And, um, there's going to be lots of branches that grow from that tree. Uh, so I'm, it's still in the evolution stage, but I'm once I had some time and space and once I've settled on it, things are going to move pretty quickly, I think. But, um, Yeah, I'm building a membership community, and also I'm going to be offering one-on-one coaching again, all under the Midlife Solution umbrella, and um, I'm super excited about it. Um, uh, The way I think it'll be structured is there'll be a topic per month, there'll be videos, a live call, bonus stuff, and the topics will be things like, you know, why is sobriety a midlife solution? Why did you get sober now and feel like there's a sense of urgency with your creative ideas? How do you make those creative ideas into a reality? Um, and also other topics too that midlife women experience like perimenopause and menopause and, you um, being in the sandwich generation and, you know, how those pressure, how that pressure feels, how do you stay sober during these life events, um, relationships, evolving relationships. Uh, so yeah, it's, um, going to launch soon. I think it'll be trickling out. By the time this airs. <laughs> oh wow.
0: Yeah. So oh my God. what what format? How are
1: you what how are you? What are you how are you what are you having it on? What are you doing with like what well, how is uh, it? Put it's, go- it's going to be um, on my website, theanruffle.com. Um, that's where you'll sign up for the membership part of it. The community part is gonna be on an app called circle.so. Oh yeah. 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 And so um that's it. I'm, I'm very excited. And if you are hearing this and you're thinking, huh, I haven't seen, I haven't gotten a newsletter from you. I don't know anything about this. That's because maybe um, it's taking a few more days to get it out there, but it's going to be one of those things too, that it's going to, the women who get in on it at the beginning will be like the ground level. You'll get to watch it build and evolve you'll also get to help shape it because it's one of those things that the content's going to grow as the months go on um and then the space will just continue to get more valuable it's going to be super affordable to monthly I haven't landed on a price yet but um it's going to be very specific you know uh, women are those who I folks who identify as female and midlife and you can define midlife however you'd like I'm not putting an age (laughs) uh you know restriction on that or anything but um this is really going to be laser focused for the sober midlife woman perfect
0: well this has been your mission statement from the get-go from like you said your very first uh journal writing and when yeah and when you were writing on your blog the interviews on your blog I mean I got to Luckily, I was one of those and I appreciate it. That's how we, you know, came together in the beginning. And it's it's perfect. I mean, it's the right time. People need this. Nobody talks about it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, a few people talk about it. But I mean, it's not discussed widely about being in midlife and having, especially in sobriety, having this be this beautiful solution because a lot of people come to sobriety later in life. That's
1: right. That's right. And I, you know, I'm not um I, it's, it's hard for me to, uh, it's not hard, but, um, how you get there is, um, probably, um, not my coaching expertise, how you get to sobriety, how you stay though is. And, um, so that's, that's, I'm, I'm not saying that it's not open to women who, you know, aren't a hundred percent sober, from alcohol and drugs, but, um, it isn't going to be, um, that kind of support. And there's lots of that kind of support out there. There's TLC, there's the, you know, Annie Grace's groups There's She recovers. There's lots and lots, you know, you can hire a sobriety coach. There's lots of ways to get sober. Um, that's not the vote. That won't be the focus of this. Yeah. Well, good luck. That sounds awesome. It sounds awesome. Uh, What have you got going on?
0: Well, I I did this exercise. I put this big piece of butcher paper up on my wall, um, three pieces of it actually, to map out my creative ideas. So my notebook wasn't big enough for all my ideas, right? Whose is? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so uh, I've been, I've been actually, let me just back this up. I've been working with a creative coach for three years. I've worked with Tiffany Hahn for two years. And I've worked with Corinne from Corinne Consulting for this last year. And the reason I take a lot of courses just to see how it's done, how they do it. Um, But as Natha Campanella, I believe she mentioned this to you as well. It's time for me to move from being the student to the teacher. And so that's been happening over the last couple of years with things that I've created. Um, But when I mapped out these creative ideas, I have... um, my website that they've been working on for the last four or five months um, that will be launching. Everything's launching on my 51st birthday on September 1st. And I have been planning this all year long and I have been working towards that with different things. So um, part of that for me, when I made this list of things I do for free, I made a list. And things on how I make money. So I'm a divorced woman now that needs to make her own money and support myself and, um, not that I shouldn't have been doing that before, but I, I did have the luxury of being home and doing it part-time and really my hobby. It was like, it was like, it was a hobby and it fed my supplies and fed my travel budget and it, for things I could do now. I, I need to make a, a solid living. So, um, the things I do for free is like, I do Instagram stories every single day and I post things, um, I now am responsible for a gratitude um, component of the luckiest club where um, it's a little forum that they have on their um, on circle is actually the app that they use as well. Um, so I post every day there. Um, we have all these episodes of the unruffled podcast, like 200 of them, right. That we've done that are basically free. And, um, we do these unruffled weekly zoom calls. Um, I've written blog entries over the years for the past, um, what is that? 13 years. I've written a blog and um, I do discovery calls for free for women for 15 to 30 minutes. If they want to think about working with me on -on one-on-one coaching. So, so a lot of free things I do. So sometimes with money, I know we've talked about this over the years, but sometimes it's hard to put yourself out there and, and put a dollar amount on what you do, but I'm at a point where like that just, I'm ready for it. And so I put like, how do I make money? I make money from coaching from paintings, from an ebook I wrote. Um, I host TLC meetings, which I get paid for and I teach courses and I, i love teaching the courses, Sandra. It is, that is where I don't, I'm not a writer like you, but I talking, connecting, sharing things I love. Like that's where I figured out where my little, that's where my corner of the world is. And so I've been trying to create this ray of light community, membership community as well, since the beginning of the year. It was ready to go in February for the most part. And I pulled back because I didn't feel emotionally ready to support other women in a community. I do now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that was like, I was glad I listened to myself. And I, I you know, like our intuition, our creative intuition we listen to. And so um, basically I've been in this, community with Corinne, it's called CCHQ, um, Corinne consulting headquarters. There's many a couple unruffleds in there and I'm modeling my community on her community. And I told her that I said, I'm going to do exactly what you're doing, but for my community. And she's like, great, I'll show you how. And so I'm excited. I'm excited about just having weekly meetings. And so my description for it is that it's an intimate community for women Uh, who wanna circle up and talk about creativity, divorce, sober sex, marriage, dating and midlife, starting over, money, empty nests, and recovering from whatever it is you're recovering from. Um, That's kind of like the whole she recovers model. Like Any woman is invited to come and join us. Um, And this is a place for them to be a part of the magic that happens when women get together to share their experience, strengths, and voices. And it's super casual. I will have a theme every month. Um, but like one week is just going to be having coffee talk. We just sit around and have coffee talk and join. I do this every Wednesday with Corinne and her and our group. And, um, it's wonderful. It's, it's an intimate way to kind of talk and learn and, um, and help one another. And so, um, that's what I'm doing. I, I have a few other uh, parts to it that are getting fleshed out, but every week will be something. And I'll, um, I'm going to launch that on my birthday. That sounds
1: so exciting.
0: Yeah. So I'm excited. And I know that the women that are part of our community, um, you know, some of them work with you, some of them work with me. And I think we're so lucky. And that's what I think is really beautiful about what's come out of the Unruffled podcast, all these beautiful relationships, and um, I'm not for
1: everyone, <laughs> right? Oh no, and nor do I want to be. I mean, right? that's the, that, that's that's exactly so cool. Yeah, that's exactly. Um, that is, boy, that's a midlife solution for me. Is mm-hmm. like you know, just like embracing that fact that I'm not for everyone, mm-hmm. and I can, I can zero focus in on what I'm good at and what my attractive qualities are. And, uh, that's, and, and I attract the women who want that. So that's, you know, that's, that's a, that's a gift of, of clarity and age.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I, I just think like by us doing this and we're all along, we've been very much on the same page with things. I think creatively we do things differently, but I think that that's, what's kind of cool about our relationship. I think is that, yeah, we're all, we're going to go off and do these things and find our people again. Right. Or even have some people that we already know, but, but we're going to, we're just listening to our inner knowing and following through. And um, I like, I think one of our guests said once um, honesty doesn't have to involve misery. It was Diana um, when we interviewed her and it's like, this doesn't have to be miserable. Because we want more time to do other things. I think us being super honest with one another, it just models for me, how I want to keep doing things. And I hope it can model that other people can, can do this too. It doesn't have to be a burn it all to the ground because that's how I used to do it when I was drinking.
1: Oh God. <laughs> Let's burn this mother down. Yeah. I have, I have no bridges. I've burned them all. <laughs> Yeah. Right.
0: Right. Exactly. There's no bridges
1: back there. Um,
0: but yeah, I don't know. I think, I don't know. I just, I feel like a little bit for a while with the podcast, we were kind of on this pursuit, um, and it felt exhilarating and it felt, uh, great purpose. And I'm really proud of all the work we've done.
1: Oh, me too. Yeah. It's just quieter over
0: the year this year for me. And, um, It's not that I appreciate everyone that's come on, every person that's part of our community. I just needed some, I need a new little pivot. Um, And yeah, we'll see what happens, you know, when we want to pop back and say hi, or we have something to
1: say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're not making any promises, but I could see us doing some check ins in the future. We're not taking down the SoundCloud access or anything Gosh, like no, that. No, no. So, no, we're
0: not. Doing oh, that.
1: we should talk about the Patreon.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. You want to? Can you start that? And I'll.
1: So, add- we are leaving the Patreon open. Um, and going back to the first thing we were talking about, about personal responsibility. Um, Go with your heart. Do with the Patreon as you may. We appreciate all of our Patreon patrons. Um, If you would like to think about, if you come to our Sunday meetings and you would like to think about your Patreon contribution as going towards that, Mm -hmm. we really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. Um, We, you know, like Tammy said, we committed... We've committed to that Sunday meeting over the past year, every Sunday, um, Tammy or I may occasionally, um, have to miss a meeting, but I'm still committed to it. Yeah. The meeting
0: will take place every Sunday. One of us will be there. Or we can ask an ad, we can have an admin or another person to help us make that because
1: people really rely on it and it's a beautiful space. Yeah. yeah. And it's a standing meeting. So if you want to think about your patreon contribution if you are a patreon patron and think about it as going towards that sunday meeting we appreciate it yeah um the facebook if you think about it going towards the facebook community which is a free community Mm -hmm. you can think about it that way too or for the archive of of unruffled Mm -hmm. podcasts yeah either way we still appreciate it and we're gonna leave that open yeah and then and people, if they want to,
0: yeah, they can do with what they will with that. Yes. Uh, we appreciate it. It's how we get paid. And, and while we're not rolling in the dough, right, Sandra, it is something that actually is very helpful every month to keep us going and keep us doing the things that we're doing creatively. And um, yeah, I feel like we've given a lot over the years and I feel grateful for it. I've learned so much. Oh my gosh. Oh, just technology wise. Right. I mean, I just remember we were trying to figure out what was that first platform we even did where we recorded things? Um, I don't know. Watching videos, uh, reaching out for help, asking for help from the um, Chris from Sense right now, podcast and um, artwork. And yeah, we've just figured it out along the way. And I, I like that about us pretty scrappy Sandra. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like this is like this next, like this new page that we get to go on. So Going to write a new story like you talk about changing your story. We actually get to model that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think that's it. And um, both of our offerings, um, my website's TammySolace.com. Um if you sign up for my newsletter, that's where I'm releasing. I'm releasing the community option to my former students first um, who've signed up with me for classes. And then it's rolling out to my newsletter subscribers. So you can subscribe at TammySolace.com. And then I will roll it out to the Unruffled community and then to the public. So it's going to be a slow roll during August. Um, but yeah, I'd love to have you.
1: Yeah. And um, the Midlife Solution um, membership community and the one-on-one coaching will be on my website soon at theunruffled.com, but the best place to get the information is through my newsletter as always. Um, and you can sign up for my newsletter there on the website, just scroll to the bottom, sign up there. Um, excuse me. Um, I'll, you know, be rolling out some things on Instagram as well, but the surest way to get the most updated info is, um, through the newsletter through my newsletter. Yeah, for sure. And the last thing I'm, I am going to go to
0: Paris if I'm able to, depending on, kind of these restrictions that are coming down, but in October. And I will be teaching uh, the Muse from Paris. And the Muse is an online course I teach about. It's based on the film, Emily. And it's so fun. I got the best fun feedback from my students and they're still doing fun things out in the world with it. Um, But I'm going to be teaching it from Paris and I'll be doing a a little bit differently than I did it the first time. So if you took it the first time, it's going to be a little bit different the second time. So that's exciting. Yeah. I'm really excited. I hope I'm trying to, I'm talking to Cody tomorrow. I have a a phone date with Cody. Who's been on the podcast before that lives there. And we're going to powwow about the month and where I will be sleeping, (laughs) where I will be laying my head Um, and where I'll be eating pastries and having beautiful, beautiful uh, decaf Americanos and all that. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, I think we got it all, Sandra. I think yeah, so. so let's see the patreon account is patreon.com backslash the unruffled podcast. right If you'd like to make a contribution and there's a link in SoundCloud that you can just click the link and it'll take you there. Uh, yeah, thanks everyone. Yeah, thank you good. everyone. I thought I'd get teary, but no. okay. yeah, me too. It's not an ending, but uh, another couple, an ending. couple of beautiful beginnings are, you know, of some new beautiful things that are going to be born. So we hope that people will follow along and play with us still.
1: Yeah. All right, everyone. All right. Bye. Bye.
0: The Unruffled Podcast was created and produced by Sandra Primo and Tammy Salas. Our show is edited and mixed by Steve Hecht. Original music composed and performed by Caitlin Schumacher. Original artwork created by Tammy with the help of graphic designers, Chris Aguirre and Amy Lanier. Thanks for listening.